0: to the data science interview prep podcast. In this series, we go through topics that are commonly discussed in data science interviews and we give a high level overview on those subjects. Hey everyone, so welcome back to the Data Science Interview Prep Podcast. Today's episode is going to be a high-level overview into reinforcement learning, and if you would like more technical details about reinforcement learning or the math behind it, please feel free to let us know in the comments, and we'll do a part two to today's episode that would be a deeper dive into reinforcement learning. So just go ahead and send us a message. Let us know if you would like us to do a part two and we'll be happy to do so. All right then, so let's jump into today's topic, which is reinforcement learning. Firstly, let's understand reinforcement learning as a domain where machines learn how to act in environments to achieve certain goals. Okay, so machines are acting in some environment to achieve some sort of goal. And let's kind of unravel how this actually works. So let's just jump right into it. So basically, in essence, reinforcement learning is about something known as an agent, which could be, let's say, a robot, a software program, or basically any decision-making entity that's learning how to behave in an environment by taking actions that maximize some notion of what we consider to be a cumulative reward, okay? So they want to maximize some sort of cumulative reward. So what happens is the agent learns from trial and error, just like humans, just like babies, the agent learns from trial and error experimentation, right? So they receive feedback in the form of either rewards or penalties. And now let's just break things down a bit further and get into the different components of reinforcement learning. So we have a few critical components in the framework. The first one we already mentioned is the agent and the agent is the decision maker. Next, we have the environment and this environment is the space where the agent operates. We have actions. And actions represent the set of all possible moves the agent can make. And then we have the state, which is the current situation or the current context. And finally, we have as another very important component, the reward. So the reward mechanism, the feedback that's received after each action. And now it's a little bit high level, a little bit fuzzy to understand without a specific example. So let's use a specific example and let's imagine the game of chess, right? So let's imagine that there's some game of chess. And let's say that the player is some sort of software or some sort of computer chess game. And this player, which is the software, is going to be our agent. The chessboard is then our environment and each possible move that the agent can make on the chessboard. So in this case, our computer or our software can make on the chessboard. Each possible move is an action and the position of all the pieces on the board represents the current state. So the current position of all the pieces on the board represents the state. And when we win a piece, we say we get a reward. And if we lose a piece, we receive a penalty. And so through this trial and error, our software can learn what moves and what actions generates more rewards. So this is where we get more into the learning process. So very central to reinforcement learning is the concept of something known as the value function. So this is a prediction of future rewards, and an agent uses this to decide what action to take. So two main types of value functions are one, the state value function, which is the expected reward from a given state, And the next one is the action value function, which is the expected reward from taking a certain action in a given state. And with the state value function, we can refer to it as V, and with the action value function, we can refer to it as Q. So by using these, the agent can then make decisions not just based on immediate rewards, but kind of by estimating or foretelling the future rewards. And now one of the classic dilemmas that we get into in reinforcement learning is the question of exploration versus exploitation. So the dilemma here is whether to explore unknown paths or stick to well-known actions that give good rewards. So if we stick to well-known actions that give good rewards, that's exploitation. But if we want to explore unknown paths, that would be exploration. If you're like me, you have a hard time deciding food at restaurants, so it's a little bit like deciding between trying a new restaurant or sticking to your favorite ones. There is a potential downside if you go to a new restaurant because it might not be great, but at the same time there's a potential huge payoff where it might be really great, right? So there is that kind of trade-off versus if you go to your classic uh, diner. Maybe you know what all the food is, but you might be missing out on other opportunities. And that is one of the classic kind of dilemmas in reinforcement learning between exploration and exploitation. So, there's also a couple of popular algorithms in reinforcement learning. And as I mentioned earlier, we won't be going into too much detail into these. But if you would like us to do any dedicated episodes, just please feel free to let us know in the comments which of these algorithms you might be interested in. So, we have Q learning, which is a type of model free algorithm that learns the Q value function. We have the deep Q networks or the DQN, which combines neural networks with Q learning which is especially useful for complex problems that have a large state space. And then we also have something known as the policy gradient methods. So instead of a learning value function, these methods kind of directly learn the optimal policy or the best action to take in a given state. And there are very many real world applications of reinforcement learning. It's not just some theoretical idea. Many of you would have heard about AlphaGo, which was really big news a couple of years ago that was developed by DeepMind, which used reinforcement learning to beat the world champions in a game of Go. It's also often used in robotics with tasks like learning how to walk or pick up objects without a programmer needing to explicitly program every single step. And it can be used in finance for trading strategies. There's just a lot of implications and applications for reinforcement learning. So reinforcement learning is just a really exciting world in machine learning, and it's kind of modeling the way that we humans actually learn from our environment and our experiences. So yeah, as I mentioned, there's applications in gaming, robotics, and just a lot of other fields. So it's a really great area to dig deeper into if you're interested in any of those subjects. Okay, so with that being said, I think this is a good place to wrap up today's episode on reinforcement learning. We hope you found this episode helpful and informative. Be sure to tune in next week, where we will be discussing other interesting topics in the field of data science. Until then, happy modeling!